You're listening to Ink Speak, where storytelling and poetry meet the wonder and magic of living. I'm your captain, author, poet, and unearther of life, Maverick Malone. Now a little help for my friends, the ones I know and the ones I haven't met. Words are such a gift. Breath is such a gift. To be you is such a gift. Promise me you won't squander it. This life, all of it. Before you even came here, you looked down from the musical accompaniment of stars in the cascading infinite, smiled, picked earth and said, this, this is the one. Despite strife, hardship, differences, you keep creating as you are being created. It is only ever you that holds out a waiting hand for your own acceptance. Take it. No one will ever again, in the history of this world or the next, look, laugh, or love in the way that you do. No one will think exactly like you, or know the things that you know, see the way that you see, exist in the way that you exist. Not a single being. Ever. You are a rare book indeed. A classic timeless and beloved story. A once-in-a-lifetime event. A firework glimpsed from the windowsill off in the distance. The exact arrangement of amber and gold-flecked clouds scattered along a sunset. How can you not see that? Friend, it is you. Do not take this life for granted in all its challenges. Rise to them. Make the difficult beautiful. Make the unbelievable true. Find whatever modicum of light you can and push through because this is it. The one is you. As we grow, we gather. We are but this grand gathering of sound, of moments, of emotions. We are gifted as we are given. And one day we will be gone, but the ideas stay behind. How you lived stays behind. What you turn to glory stays behind, and it lives on and on in everyone you have ever touched, everyone you have ever loved. You are already enough as you are here in this very moment, and the flaws you see are only your perception as experienced from this precise blip of time with your current state of mind. If you don't see something you like, it can and will change. You can always be rearranged. Shapeshifter, heart lifter, light bringer, you are all of it and then some. You won't ever happen again. I am sold on you. I am pulling for you. I am holding out for you. If we are what we love, then let me love you. If we are what we love, then take hope, take possibility, take change and become. If we are what we love, then love from a room with a view, punch holes in the wall, take down the roof, keep choosing this life and build something new. I believe body, mind, and soul in the truth and friend. The truth I believe in is you. Today I want to do something a little different. For the next couple of episodes, it's going to be travel log style while I'm here on a solo trip. It's day one of my solo trip, this short four-day beach trip I gifted myself after the chaotic mess of the past two months with the stress of moving and the grieving process of officially leaving everything from my former life behind. I left Chattanooga at 6.30 this morning and drove the almost eight hours down to the panhandle of Florida, and I'm in the Gulf now in a little town called East Point, right before you hit St. George's Island and one little town over from Apalachicola. 
I'm podcasting from my tiny Airbnb. And I literally have my laptop and podcast equipment set up on one of those folding TV tray things and an empty Amazon box. Because when I say this Airbnb is small, I mean it. It's basically a converted shed. So there's two beds, a kitchenette, and a small bathroom and a shower. It's enough space for me and my dog, Leo. And I think one other person could fit comfortably in the space, but it's pretty intimate here, pretty cozy. So you'd have to at least be on a first name basis with whomever because there's no door to the bathroom. Just a very skinny curtain that doesn't cover everything. Good thing my dog is already accustomed to seeing me in my birthday suit on the regular. Though I'm sure that's just more fodder for his arsenal of silent judgments. Do you ever wonder what dogs are thinking when they see us doing silly things? Like walking around the house naked, singing at the top of our lungs, or talking to ourselves in the mirror, or changing our outfit three times before a first date? I'm sure mine has a lot of thoughts, but then again, he's my fur child, so of course he does. Anyway, this isn't my first rodeo solo, and by rodeo, I mean traveling on my own, doing the whole road tripping and Airbnb thing, and I think I'm going to do a separate episode on solo travel because I've had a couple people ask me about this, and there's too much to go into here with my personal experiences and tips and tricks and things I want to talk about in regards to solo travel, so that deserves its whole other episode, but this is my first time trying to podcast on the fly. I've never brought my podcast equipment with me, but when I travel, I'm finding that much like my poetry, when things hit me and I feel like talking about whatever's on my mind, I need to just go ahead and do it in the moment. So when I write, I typically post it soon after, and podcasting for me is working something of the same. Before the sentiments lose steam or I lose interest, I'm going to try my hand at putting something together. I think lately I've been hesitant to get back into podcasting, Obvious reasons aside, like not having the free time for it, what with setting up my new house and everything, but I also just put a lot of pressure on myself when it comes to my creations. And I know we all do this, but there comes a point where you can't keep talking yourself out of doing whatever thing it is you want to do for fear of it not being, quote, good, or that other terrible word we all hate, the need for something to be perfect. At some point, the thing just wants to be. It just wants to exist, period. Especially for these travel log type episodes, I don't think there'll be anything particularly poetic, but more so me just talking into a mic about some thoughts I had or what I did that day, where I went, and so on. When I arrived, after dropping my things off in my room, I realized it hadn't been cleaned, despite the host telling me it had. The beds were definitely unmade, and there were dirty towels in the bathroom. But instead of getting upset, I went with it. I surrendered. I let her know about it and sent a picture. And then I left because I had spent almost eight hours in a car and I needed some R&R and to just plant my butt in some sand. I was sure the mishap would remedy itself. So I headed out to the beach, which is only about 10 minutes straight across um, on this bridge, right outside, basically, from the place where I'm staying, which is why I picked it, because proximity to a beach is important. And it was super, super cheap. Also a bonus. I've been hoping for sun for the past week, but so far, the forecast has not played into my favor. It was overcast and gloomy, but again, I surrendered to it. I didn't get upset. I just accepted it, because what else could I do? It's not like I was going to get back in my car and drive all the way home to Chattanooga. Things are what they are, and I think that by making the best of whatever situation we find ourselves in, big or small, we move through them that much more easily. But since it wasn't great swimming weather, I didn't bother putting on my suit or anything or even bring a towel. Just a book of poetry and the clothes I've been wearing all day. You know, the essentials. 
And I came to the beach and plopped myself right in the sand, laid down, listened to the waves, felt the breeze on my skin, let that sand get all up in my hair and in my shorts and between my toes. I was burying myself in nature because for me, there's something so healing about a beach, about the ocean. I think a lot of people feel this. But I was laying down. I got a call from the Airbnb host apologizing for the dirty room. And she told me she'd worked a double shift late last night and didn't have time to get things ready. And there was a miscommunication between her and her husband who was supposed to clean the room. I told her no worries. And she assured me she would get it cleaned. This echoes so much in life. We never know what another person is dealing with or going through. So why jump to conclusions? It's all communicating and surrendering, which is what I want to talk about today. All of this was kind of inspired by a friend that texted me, one who's been having a hard time lately after coming out of a long-term relationship. And so I started reflecting on the day, the little moments that didn't go my way, the myriad of times we as humans end up miscommunicating. And in turn, we end up missing each other and even missing ourselves. And then I was making connections to her situation and the life lessons we are honestly blessed to learn, even if they have to be the hard way sometimes. Today on the drive down, I was thinking about a lot of things, as one does when you're soloing in a car for hours on end with nothing but highway kissing the horizon for 445 miles. I thought about all kinds of things. The boxes still piled in my new and empty living room, the long to-do list I'm temporarily leaving behind, the beautiful southern sky, more specifically how I'd love to learn to fly, literally that is, like a pilot. And then I thought about learning in a general sense, how much I love it. And all the things I still want to learn to do, speak Spanish and French, actually mess around with my pyrography kit, play the violin. And then I was thinking about language, about learning in and of itself and how that is like a language all its own. If you want to fly a plane, you've got to learn the lingo, right? The controls, the mechanics. It's a language. If you want to play violin, you've got to know how to read music. It's a language. Even if you want to be more present, be more here attuned to your body and your surroundings. That is also a language. It's the unspoken, the noticing, the training your brain for the beautiful cues. To me, it's all a form of music. Music is language and language is music. We communicate every day, even if we don't say anything at all. We are interacting with the world and the world is answering our call based on our perceptions, our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings. Learning is how we flex this skill, how we become masters at any kind of language, by familiarizing ourselves with it. As I was driving, I was racking my brain for my, quote, hardest thing. You know, one of those insightful kind of self-reflective questions where you try to reach as far back as you can and pull out all your hard moments, like a handful of mystery from your back jean pocket, loose change in lint, and maybe a stick of gum or peppermint. These seemingly random things, events, and moments that, when put together, speak a language. For me, I've had many. I think really, though, we all have. We've all been through shit, but we're so great at forgetting it, at forgetting how we made it through, at forgetting how strong it made us, at forgetting to find the gratefulness of it. We hate the rain and wish for only sun. One of my hardest things has been the breakdown of a life I thought I wanted, of divorce, of confronting my trauma and doing it in an extreme state of dysregulation of separating myself from a near 15-year relationship and journeying through absolute fucking hell to find myself. But damn, was it worth it. You won't feel it in the moment, though. Whatever your hard thing is, whatever you're going through right now, 
I want you to know you can and will get through it because if you're listening to this right now, you have a 100% success rate of life. You have lived 100% of your days up until today and you have years and years and years more down the road. This is not the part where the curtain closes because this is not the end of the show. You just need to know that it's a simple shift in perspective. The hurt, the pain, your reign is temporary. Yes, it's a long, long game, but you wouldn't have gotten this far if you weren't willing to play. I want you to let yourself be sad today. I want you to wallow in it if you have to. I want you to really let yourself have that ugly cry you've been holding back because this is how you learn to hold yourself. You build resilience and self-compassion in these tough moments. Do you know how many times I cried back then? How much I still do? For different reasons now, mostly out of gratitude, but I'm human and I still have these periods of grief and depression and anxiety too. Being human is such a complex thing and when you're in the thick of the negative end of the spectrum of emotions, it feels like it goes on forever and ever. And most definitely, there's no, if at least it feels like, that there's no yellow brick road. But one day you're going to make it through. You'll get to the other side because you were you and because you want the growth. One day, you're going to look back and be thankful for the hard moments because those are the moments that make you. One day, you're going to be so grateful for everything you had to grow through because you have arrived here. You couldn't get here without first being there, and you won't get where you want to go if you don't allow yourself the gift of growth. So don't be so hard on yourself. No one is happy all the time, and sure, you could meditate all day or learn the art of gratitude, both very valuable and important things, but the meat and potatoes here is that happiness comes prepackaged with sadness. You can't separate the two, and why would you want to? The extent to which you will feel joy, love, happiness, is the extent to which you allow yourself to feel grief, sadness, and pain. It's life. All of it has merit. All of it is beautiful. I witnessed this today. After I'd gone to dinner and was watching a storm as it rolled in over the ocean, I caught myself thinking, always thinking with me, <laughs> and I was thinking, I wish it wasn't raining. But when I got in my car and drove over the bridge to get home, I experienced the most beautiful view. The dark gray clouds were hovering over the water and the sunlight was backlit, illuminated behind them. It was this beautiful dichotomy of dark and light. It was this beautiful dichotomy of the human spirit, mirrored back to me through the metaphor of clouds, of how our light illuminates our darkness, our blissful moments making all our hard completely and utterly worth it. Without the dark, we wouldn't have the light. Our brightness is that much brighter because of our shadows, and all of that duality helps us appreciate days like this. If every day were a perfect blue sky and a bright sun, there would be no contrast, nothing to make that blue sky seem so blue or the golden sun so luminous. We, too, are this contrast. We are able to experience these beautiful blue sky moments because of our rainy days and our storms. And this all goes back to what I was saying about language. I think it's easy for me as a poet and writer to make so much meaning out of seemingly nothing, out of some sky and a handful of clouds, but anyone can do this. It's the subtle art of noticing, of listening, of looking deeper, or at least in a different way. When you start to learn that language, you therefore experience life in a different way. And even those hard moments become a little bit easier and a whole lot more beautiful. 
on your toughest days, learn to lean on those you trust. It's important to ask for help when you need it, but it's also important to make sure you can trust yourself, that your inner dialogue is running a program of kindness and compassion because that's the one person that's going to be with you until the day you die. It's who has been with you from day one and has been trying so hard to get your attention and affection. All that person wants to do is love you. Let them. Speak kindly to yourself. One thing I found helpful when I was learning to be this person for myself and transform my once vicious inner critic is to see each voice as an individual. My inner critic was just some bitchy bully that was consistently mean to the sweet, innocent inner child me. So the more I held space for myself, let myself cry when I needed to, leaned on self-care practices that worked to keep me grounded like yoga and writing, the more my higher self stepped in, the more compassionate I became. Then one day, I looked in the mirror and could see my own beauty, value, love, my own uniqueness. I could see me, and because I had found and accepted me, I didn't miss everything I had let go of anymore because I had the one thing that could never again leave. By learning to trust yourself, the hard things aren't so scary because you know you're not going to fall. You might fail, and you might fail a lot, but there will always be a net at the bottom. That's you, this version of you that you build up a little bit more every time you weather a storm or do a hard thing or try something new, when you choose differently, when you leave the relationship, when you sign up for the class, when you sign the divorce papers, when you move out and move on, Nature sent me another message on this as I was nearing the end of that bridge, almost back to my Airbnb. I saw a group of birds flying in formation in a V with one in front, the one in front that's leading. Birds do this to conserve energy. Each bird flies slightly above the one in front of them, which decreases the wind resistance, and they take turns being in the front, falling back when they get fatigued. This allows them to fly for longer periods of time before they have to stop and rest. What if... The birds are just the many versions of you switching in and out when they get tired, when their version has reached its peak and it's time to change, time to become something else, time to grow. And the one in front, that's just your higher self, your inner voice, your intuition, your soul. What if that's the version of you that you're aiming towards? This unfaltering version of you with absolute conviction on what you know you have to do, of what's best for you, of what those whispers have been trying to tell you. The one in front is your truth and your true north. Listen, you're going to have bad days, but I want you to remember that time is fleeting. Those tough moments are fleeting. Take your cues from nature, from the clouds, from the birds, from the beach. Everything ebbs and flows just like the ocean. She's a master at letting go, at change, at metamorphosing, and not giving a damn about what she's leaving behind because she knows that space is going to be filled by something incredible. We are cyclical like nature. We have eras and phases. Not all of them are great, but okay, level with me here. How boring would life be if every day were the same? If perfection existed and life really was some Barbie land-esque place where forever and ever was just the absolute best day. There would be no learning, no music, no real communication happening between who you've been, who you are, and who you will become because there would be no change there would be nothing to work towards. So think about this today. Think about your hardest moment. How did you weather it? Because if you did that, you can do this too. I believe in you. And I think that right now you are killing it at being you. This is just the next phase of you becoming you, your growth, 
your higher self asking you to join the show, nature and all her wonder trying to teach you things you don't yet know. If you're wrestling with some massive decision, if you're hurting, if you've let someone go, or if you just don't even have a clue what the fuck is going on right now, and all you know is you feel stuck or sick or depressed, disheartened, lost, I hope you can really listen to these words because it truly does get better. You won't feel this way forever. One day you will see a whole new you in the mirror and be so thankful at the versions that got you here. And all those versions will be so grateful for you that you stuck it out. You need all of them. Every bird, every wave, every rain cloud. You need you the most and the world needs you here, weathering your storms and living to tell the tale so you can help everyone else that's still lost at sea. You're gonna be something because you came here for a reason and you're still here. You're gonna do amazing things and say impactful things and fall in love over and over and over again with yourself, with people, with places, with experiences. You're going to love in such a big way that it leaves a beautiful legacy with everyone who has ever had the honor of knowing you. Believe in the magic that is your growth, the magic that is you. You're going to touch hearts. You're going to once again feel free and wild. You're going to be amazed at the person you become. That change allows you to find. And one day, you're not going to miss a damn thing you left behind. for sticking around until the very end. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support my one woman show, please subscribe and share it on social media or leave a rating and review. Reviews will help this pod to be found more easily and that in turn helps this whole thing grow. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Mav Malone. Let's connect. My DMs are always open and I'd love to hear from you. If you want to stay up to date on the latest events, books, and podcast episode releases, please head to my website, maverickmalone.com and sign up for my email newsletter. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.